Straw Hut Media. We're good. I made some nuts. You made nuts? Well, I made a lot. I, have le- I feel nuts. like I'm on a talk show. I know, right? <laughs> but I feel like I should be facing you more. I guess this? they do. Yeah, it's more like this. Like this. Right. There we go. It's just, this is my bad side. Is yeah. it? Do you want to switch? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to move. From Straw Hut Media. This is Randy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> is that better? It's keyboard elfish. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. This is so different. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? I haven't been at your house in a long time. Um, I don't feel like we've ever sat like this before. It feels like I'm in a... We're sitting abreast. Yeah. We're in the movie theater. Yeah, it feels like I'm in a show. I'm in a talk show, but he's upset. I know. Well, it he, happens He a wants lot. to be in the show. Well, he can. So I have to tell you, so yesterday was Lucas's birthday. Oh, that's right. I know. I sent you some fun things. Yeah. Did you send I, it to him? I posted about oh. him, and then he came over because I was taking him for dinner. So I got all made up. I was very cute in my own head. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm on my way, and he gets here. He's all dressed up, and then I'm starving, right? Sure. And he wants to see my new whip. So I'm showing him the car and he's like- Oh, the car. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you call it a whip? I didn't know that. (laughs) Urban Dictionary, honey. Um, And I'm like, I made a reservation. I was super hungry. Nice. And he goes, you know, I don't think we should have dinner tonight. And I said, why? I said, do you see all this makeup? Yeah, we're going out. (laughs) We're going somewhere. And he's like, oh, I have a really bad stomach bug. I'm like, okay, why did you come to my house <laughs> with a stomach bug and not just tell me you wanted to reschedule? So wait. And so we didn't eat. And he came over and he had to leave because he left his dog by himself all day. He, he had did a not. <laughs> so what did you end up doing? Did you go solo to the food or what? No, I just canceled the res. Oh, did you, and you ordered food or something? No. I just made something. I was. I made ramen. It was. I was depressed. <laughs> yeah, you had a whole night like, plan. You had a whole night plan. Yes. And so I said, leave it to Lucas. Just leave it to Lucas. So he wasn't feeling great on his birthday. No, he's he's been like I had a stomach bug. He seems like good energy, but okay. I said at the end of the day, maybe I could get the stomach bug and lose a little weight. <laughs> Because I gave him a real long hug and I don't hug. Well, you're doing your workouts still. I am. I'm excited. My my trainer is very, very strong. Is she? Yeah. I did see her. She actually looks pretty, she looks pretty buff. She's just in there doing her thing solo, like all day. No, she, so she does um, online workouts for other people. Oh, so she's like doing videos and stuff. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's not where we work out. We work out at the gym. Nice. She she does, she turned her garage into a gym. Yeah. So that she could do her videos without having to go to a gym where there's other people in the videos. Got it. I figured you just go to her garage and do your cool, no. No. You want, no. No, I don't, I would. (laughs) She's not offered it. Oh, got it. (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, can I come into your home? Um, So we both now are Ford owners. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I am so excited. I want to I want to like scope out your vehicle. I want to like see what's in there. You said it's like driving a computer. It is driving a computer. (laughs) Well, it's all electric and it's the Mach-E. And I will say I get a lot of love from dudes just not because of me, because of the car. Like, like, oh, man. Really into it. Yes. It's fully electric, so no more gas. Which is so cool. I'm like, so excited that is this about next it. step for me. I'm a little concerned for myself, only because like 
What if I real low? But <laughs> how how many miles does it go on a full charge on a charge? Like two hundred and ninety. Yeah, that's just like the Tesla. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I drove the Tesla as well, the Y. And what's the Y? Is that like the SUV? The comparable. Yeah, it's the middle one. Okay. Because okay. I feel, I still feel like the Y looks like a Prius. Sorry. Okay. You don't just, like the look of a Prius? No. It's yeah. just I feel like I need some meaty perfect perfection, <laughs> meaty protection and perfection. And I yeah. named her Celeste. Sounds buff. Because she's sexy. Um and. I just have to figure her out. <laughs> I don't know how to. I are don't you know how are you charging her in the garage right now? Yeah. Nice. But I'm getting the the bigger charger. Fancy guy. I have the bigger charger. Yeah. They gave it to me, but I, to I'm like getting installed. the the thing that you have to plug it into. But I'm not getting the full thing. I don't need to get that. I just need a, the outlet for a 250 or something. I thought your washer and dryer hooked up to those. You can do that, but yeah. that's a little one. It takes all night. This uh, one is like an hour, and you're like full charge. One hour. Yeah. And I went to Malibu and I found a great parking space and just plugged her in and- And it was charged. Yeah. Hello. I, that, you know what? I've actually been having a hard time finding the charging because mine takes different charging guys. Oh yeah. And- Why does it take different ones? I don't know. And I went to one place and they had the place, you park in the spot and you, and they had four different options for charging a vehicle and none of them were mine. I'm like, how is it? I just, this is a 2021 car. I don't, yeah. I was my, so upset. I wonder if we have the same one. No. <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> For sure, that's a no. Uh, I don't know why that's a no, but I'm just guessing it's yeah, a no. Yeah, okay. Because my car's better. Than yeah. <laughs> I mean, yours is clearly fancier than yeah, mine. It's good. But I have to get a couple things done to it, like some tinting on the front, because there's no tint. Can and you do that with Elise? I can do whatever the fuck I want Except to do. get black plates. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get them. Oh really? Oh yeah. I don't know how. Even if paint. I have to paint, paint. it myself. <laughs> okay. I will have them because white doesn't match my car. My car is charcoal gray, smoky. Yeah, that's really sexy. It's gun smoke. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, um, so today on this pod, I know this might not like be interesting for some people, but you need to know this. I really want to get this conversation out there because. It's about mold because I had black mold poisoning. So did my kids. It took a year and a half, almost two years, um, and a lot of money to feel better and had to go to court. And now I'm rich. So no, we got a six-figure settlement because it's a real fucking thing. And if you don't know why you're sick and you're sick in your house and not outside of your house and there's mold that you don't see which is very scary. A lot of it you don't see because you have a leak in your roof and then it goes into your insulation and you never see that. I'm not going up there yeah. unless you do, which Ew, I don't. don't. Yeah. Um, I didn't have an attic, so I would never would have saw it anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's an important thing. And if you're just feeling sick and you have an older home or even a newer home in an area where it's humid or damp, like anything, anywhere in Florida. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> is that a big Is that a, a big one? Mark. <laughs> across the board, uh, um, which I am going to Florida again. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're um, working I thought on- thought Mia's coming here. Well, she is eventually, but we're working on some stuff there that we're shooting there. And so I'm going, I was gonna go this week, but I still have my ear infection. And so I'm seeing two specialists tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Because I cannot get on a flight with an ear infection. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you tell me what you're working on? Like, nope. what are you? Sh- 
All right. I'll fucking tell you, but you know, asking me on this, I have to tell everyone and I can't. Okay, okay. I don't want to jinx myself. I don't want you to jinx yourself either. Yeah, a little rodent. I'm an elf and now a rodent. <laughs> All these small. Elfy rodent. Creatures. Ooh. Um, Anyway. So let's get Michael Rafino. He's got a podcast about mold and a book about mold. He's the mold medic. And if you guys think you're going to turn this off, you're not because I'm going to tell you about a lot of gross things that happen to me. And some people <laughs> might like that. It's really sexy, the mold medic. Yeah. Woo, let's get <laughs> sexy moldy guy on here. <laughs> All right. Let's bring in Michael Rufino. Rubino. All right. <laughs> That's what I meant. Okay. All right, so that said, let's bring Michael in. Hello, Michael Rubino. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. Um, how like, You're welcome, and I have so many questions for you because I'm not sure if you know, but I am a victim of mold poisoning, and so are my children. Well, we- I've, I've, I've heard through the grapevine, but I'd, I'd love to hear more about that. Gosh, it was so, it, it was such a hectic two years of my life because we didn't know what was happening. And, and when we finally figured it out, um, you know, I had a lawsuit, it's now been settled. I'm rich. I'm not rich, but, um, <laughs> so, but it, yeah, I did. Okay. But I would rather have those, that time of my life back and not sure. be so sick. Um, so we had a, uh, I was renting a condo and we had a leak during like the heavy rains, it was a couple years ago, I think. Um, and I called them immediately. I'd been out of town. I came home. It was just two days out of town. I had a giant hole in my ceiling. I mean, not giant, but it, you know, it was the size of a dinner plate, which is pretty big. Yeah. And the water ran down the ceiling onto the floor, but under the side of the wall and down and puddled on the floor. And so I put like, you know, towels and doggy pads just to soak up the water. And I called my landlord immediately and I said, we have a pretty severe leak here. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's, you know, I have towels on the floor. I keep replacing them and it continued to rain. And they said, well, we can't do anything about it until the rain stops. And I was like, so wait, I have to live with this hole in my ceiling till the rain stops. Like this is crazy. Um, so the rain finally stopped and I kept calling them and emailing them saying, okay, it's starting to smell. And this is, you know, unacceptable. And they kept on saying, okay, we're going to get someone out. We're going to get someone out. It took a couple months before um, my friend was in town and he's from Miami and, you know, they're in Florida. They have a lot of mold in Florida and the, the color of the mold. I didn't know anything about mold. Honestly, I was just kind of clueless. I knew it smelled and I wanted it gone. Right. I thought it was just mildew. I like, I'm so, you know, when the, there is a difference, I know that they're of in course. the same family. Um, my friend Mark was like, that's black mold, um, by the way, because, you know, he's been around it in Florida. And I said, really? Because I got everything smelling like it. My food was smelling like it. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of the kids and I, like, if you go to the restroom, that sounds disgusting, but that smelled like it. It was just, wow. it had taken over. And um, so I told them that it was mold. I thought, you know, it was mold and could they have it checked out? And they had a handyman that didn't speak English come and just closed the hole in the ceiling. And so it was, it looked fine, but we were still all sick. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even, you know, yeah, there was mold, but I figured it was gone. I didn't really 
put two and two together until my son started to go into anaphylactic shock. And um, he has some severe allergies, but they're to food. And so I didn't know that he was having, you know, he was lethargic, constantly, we were constantly tired. I was super aggro. I had like so much anxiety and paranoia. I was just not myself. I didn't leave my couch for like three months. Come to find out, we were all, we all had toxic mold poisoning. Wow. And so we, you know, Mason was the worst. And so we, I, I called this um, company called Paramount, uh, uh, what is it called? And, and uh, Paradise Environmental. And to just check the mold levels because, you know, I was just like, this is, this isn't right. You just close the hole. We still smell like this. We're still, you know, we're still all feeling like crap. We're lethargic. We don't want to leave the house. We're tired. Um, and they came out and the mold levels were really bad. They're like, you, wow. you can't be in here. You it's, it's unsafe. And I had the full report done on my cost because they refused. They're like, it's fixed. We're not helping you. And yeah. we, we had to move. We, like we moved out because it was, we were so sick. I had the worst headaches. My hair was falling out. I, it, I can't even begin to explain how ill we all were. Um, and then we hired a, somebody to come in and remediate uh, on my dime just because we had to get, you know, I was staying with friends, staying in hotels, spending all this money yeah. and they still weren't fixing it. So anyway, they didn't remediate it right. Then the lawsuit came and it's been like a year. It's finally settled, but I never knew. And I think people don't know how serious this is and mold poisoning is serious. And people don't, there's like questions on whether it actually even exists. Like there's people that will go into court and testify that it's not a real thing. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about what you want people to know. Yeah. So actually what you're describing is uh, one of the big myths that I talk about a lot, right? This landlord, what he figured was that once he resolved the water issue by fixing the roof leak, that there was no mold, right? Because mold needs water to grow. The misinformation is that once you have mold there, it doesn't just die off because you fix the water. It actually is still there. It's still getting into the environment. This is exactly case in point to that myth that I talk about because you still smelled it even after the leak was fixed, right? You you still yeah. had to remediate. You had a failed remediation, which means it obviously was still there even after remediation. So, you know, it, it just goes to show you that this this misnomer of just fixing things and, you know, making it seem better doesn't actually handle things from a health perspective. My background for the last seven years has been really helping people just like yourself who have gone through this from a medical perspective, that they're having health effects and they need this level of detail and care. And so my advocacy is now, you know, taking a look at this and saying, well, if certain people can have health effects from mold, wouldn't we need new standards that make sure that doesn't really matter whether you're sensitive or not, the problem's really right. resolved, right? Like that's that's been the thing that's always really triggered me, um, has led me to writing this book, The Mold Medic, for that exact reason, yeah. because we have these situations like, like yourself. And I will tell you, you're not alone. I mean, I talk to about 20 to 30 people a month going through similar challenges, what you went through, where they're sick, their kids are sick, their spouse is sick. Uh, and it, it's it's a real problem that people, you know, again, like you said, they just kind of poo-poo it off like it's not a big deal. Right. No, it's it's true. And I, I wanted to mention that you wrote this book and you have a YouTube um, series as well yes. that's giving people um, all about mold. I mean, 
I had nowhere to go. I didn't know about you at the time. And everywhere I went was like, you're fine. You know, yeah. there's nothing. And I said, can I see a toxicologist? Like, and they, they're like, you can't see one. And I'm like, well, what do I do? And I was busy on, on, you know, obviously on the internet ordering everything I could, all of these expensive supplements to try to get the mold yeah. out of my system. And then getting like a sauna thing that I was laying in, trying to kill the mold, like laying in the sun. And so many people thought I was crazy. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, okay, you're just super agitated and and crazy right now. What is going on with you? And meanwhile, if my son hadn't been getting like obvious where we were in the emergency room, these allergic reactions, then people would have probably I never I probably wouldn't have figured it out. But then they did a mold sensitivity test because I told them about the leak. And turns out like his whole back blew up, like you know, the skin tests. And I had some when they did a skin test on me, it was like it was pretty bad, but his, like, it was so bad for him. And they're yeah. like, he, the doctor's orders were he cannot be in that residence. And so that's when I was like, I'm getting a lawyer. This is insane. Yeah, but no, it is for, insane. You know, no, it is. And I, I, I tell people, cause I'm studying real estate now. And, um, I tell people like this mold, mold situation, if you have to get tested for mold, cause you know, you have to test the houses when you're selling them. Um, it's serious business. You can't put that off. You, you have to get it all taken out. Yeah. No, you're right. Can I tell you a story that I think will blow your mind and you'll totally relate to, I think? Yes. There's a client I'm dealing with now, actually in Florida, um, as, you, as you mentioned Florida earlier. Um, she went to 41 different doctors, all of which told her that it was all in her head. She was crazy. She actually was lethargic. She was having trouble eating. She actually had to install a feeding tube just to keep food wow. in. Cause anytime she would eat, she would vomit. Not something that's typically known to be caused by no. mold exposure. Right. Uh, but it, doctors, does, it does cause a lot of gut issues, it but does, not, yeah. not necessarily the puking. I hadn't heard that, but yeah. You know, and it's, it's cause everybody's different. So it's going to, that's, that's what makes it so challenging, you know? And it's, for me, it's very simple. It's like we take 20,000 breaths per day. So when we're looking to optimize our health, we really need to look at air quality and see if there's anything there that could be contributing to these adverse health reactions, right? But for most people, we don't even think about it. It's not even on our radar. In this particular situation, she went to 41 doctors that, are, that we go to, right, when we're not feeling well to help yeah. diagnose the problem. To only be told that it's in her head, she's crazy. Why don't you try eating, one of the doctors says. <laughs> like as if, as if she wasn't trying to like, eat. Right, exactly. You know? Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Within, after the, I guess the 42nd doctor, they finally said, why don't you check your house for mold? She gets a mold inspection, toxic levels of mold through the roof. Within one week of moving out of her house, after meeting with me and saying, look, you got to get out of your house. We're, we're going to fix your house. But in the meantime, get out of it. Can't be, yeah, you can't be there. Within one week of removing herself from the environment, she started eating again, feeding tubes gone. She went from two years, literally bedridden to being able to, you know, function in society. Again. I just, I literally just got the chills because like I, I, I empathize with this story so much. And it's, 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 it's amazing because these are this, the stories that I see like 20 to 30 times every single month. So for me, I know it's not right. a fluke. I know this is real. And you know, it's, we, we go to this mindset where we start calling people names, like you're crazy. It's all in your head all because we have a lack of awareness. Right. And so yeah. 
that part really upsets me because now these people really are, I mean, how much money and time did she spend going doctor to doctor? Probably you too, right? How much time and money did you spend out of your place when it could have easily been resolved? Yeah. And I, you know, at the time I didn't have medical insurance, so I'm spending money out of my pocket and just like going from one doctor to another, a pulmonologist to a, to a, you know, a dermatologist. I was just all over the board and everyone's just like, I don't know. And it it really took my friend coming into town saying that's black mold and my son getting sick for me to be like, Hey, maybe we should do a mold test. And then it was just all made sense. Yeah, no, it's, and and it's unfortunate that has to come to that, right? If we knew more as a society that mold is such a problem, right? It would have, the landlord would have probably been more proactive and handling the situation. But I think it's this lack of knowledge. I mean, I kind of look at it like the cigarette industry. You know, it took us 50 years to say, hey, we should probably stop smoking cigarettes. They're not good for us, right? Before that, if you look at articles from, if you look at like advertisements from Camel in the, in the, in the 70s, 50s. It was sexy. Yeah. yeah you had doctors not. saying, I smoke Camel. You know, it's a doctor right. on the cover smoking a cigarette, right? So it just goes to show you, I feel like we're, we're probably like 20 years into that 50-year cycle. Um, with, with the, with the mold. I think that we're starting to become aware. We're starting to realize that mold can make people sick. And I think that there's really, you know, people that need to get more into the forefront and say, Hey guys, you know, money needs to be spent on research. Money needs to be spent on actually solving this problem. And, you know, we have a lot of smoke and mirrors here in the United States. We're focused more on energy code and all these other things than we are on indoor air quality you just don't hear about this stuff, you know, and it's, and it's no, unfortunate. That's why, that's why I wanted to talk to you. And, but the fact of the matter is we know, well, I know now, and you know that it's there. And a lot of people do know, like, it's just not talked about. So like, look at hurricane Katrina and then they built the Katrina cottages, all of those sick people, they were talking about mold poisoning. So they know it's happening. And like, it's been on the news. There's all of these sick kids and families that can no longer live in these places. And it, even if they are, they're all sick from mold. And it's like, so we, we delve into it a little bit when we're talking about big, you know, hurricanes and things, but then it just gets swept under the rug yeah. and it grows. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, it's, it's so funny too, because it's so simple. I guarantee you there's so many diagnoses out there that correlate with mold exposure that we're just not aware of, that we're not paying attention to, we're not actively studying, you know, think about it when you're not feeling well. Usually you're told like, ah, drink more water, eat better food, take more supplements. You're never like, Sunshine hey, exercise. <laughs> yeah. Take, you know, just lift some more weights, right? Run. Yeah. But they never tell you, you know, why don't you check the air you're breathing to make sure that the air you're breathing is clear? Because if it's not, you know, these particles, how it works is these particles and mold produces hundreds of thousands, if not millions of particles that get into your breathing zone, enter your body. And the real crazy thing about mold is it's so small that it passes through our immune systems, completely entering the bloodstream. So our respiratory tract is kind of designed to trap these particles and stop them from entering the body. Well, they're, they're so tiny that they just enter immediately the bloodstream, which causes that overload, right? Now your immune system starts to attack. And, um, when you're dealing with toxic mold, especially the way you were, where it came right down into the room, you're, you're literally breathing all that in for months at a time. I mean, you, everyone has this toxic load. And once you get to that point, you just start really shutting down. Yeah. I had, I had, um, 
fungal infections under my nails. I had like brain fog. I had, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. I would just like walk into like my kitchen. I'm like, why was I, why was I coming in? But like <laughs> so bad. And my friends were like, your skin is gray. They were like, I mean, they didn't say it at the time until I told them I was sick. They're like, oh my God, thank God. Cause you look like shit. I'm like, well, fuck off. But, um, but no, I'm glad. I mean, I wish they would have just said it because I, right. I just wasn't feeling well. I had a constant headache and it, it's just, the problem is because we we sat through mediation and and you know they had um their insurance company has these big lawyers sure. that you know they come in and they they made me feel like I did something wrong yeah because I was like do you guys realize I'm the victim here I've been sick my kids have been sick and they're calling me basically a liar when I had two different reports before like the one before media um, when it got remediated. And after that, it still was not safe to be in by professionals that I paid. I, I didn't know them. I looked up, you know, they had five stars on Yelp. Like, I don't yeah. have, you know, <laughs> I was like, um, but for everything that I presented to them, they had a rebuttal that was like, it's in your head. They said that doctors would come in and say, it's just not a fact. It's not true. So for every doctor that I had that would say I had mold poisoning, they had a doctor that would say, it's not a thing. And that was so frustrating for me. Yeah, it's it's we call them hired guns, right? Basically, yep. you pay these professionals that align with your beliefs, and your belief is whatever you know advantage you have from a financial perspective, essentially, right? So, yeah, these guys are like, well, we're going to hire the doctors that believe mold is not a problem because that's going to help our case in, in our defense, saying that mold isn't a problem, and that that's really the unfortunate part of how things work in the legal system, right? And it's, it's, it's this big game of who's right and who's wrong. Now, in the legal system, it's basically, well, you know, it has to be, I guess, agreed upon within a community. Well, <laughs> who's the community, right? right? Who is this agreed upon? Do you have to get two or three doctors? Is that a community? Because I, I know hundreds of doctors across the country that agree that mold exposure is a problem, that have right. IgG testing done on people to show that there's mycotoxins which is produced by mold exposure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and really, I mean, we have tens of thousands of people, if not more, that I know of personally that have been sick with mold exposure, literally have these testings done to kind of prove it, right? But what they'll say is that based upon the, I guess, the rule of evidence law, that those tests are not definitive enough because they're not DNA testing, right? So it's like th this rule where DNA testing has to be done. Well, the only DNA testing you can do for mold happens to be outsourced to Germany right now. So that's what kind of going back to that, we're 20 years into this cycle, all of this stuff is going to come to light at some point. And, and I think, you know, people like you and I that are fighting for the truth, they're, we're, we're actually helping speed that process up. Um, and they, they are getting scared, as you know, you, you just settled, right? So yes. while they're not admitting guilt, they realize that, eh, you know, we may not win this case, therefore <laughs> we're going to settle. Right. So it's crazy that it has to get to that point. And it, and as you know, it takes a lot of money to even get through the lawsuit process because you have to pay the attorney um, and they're not cheap. Right. So it's, it's, it's really grueling. I'm actually going through it now. My family and I are in a lawsuit with a, ho with a home builder in Tampa, Florida. We were building a home and lo and behold, shocker, there was mold throughout <laughs> the process. Um, I pointed out to them, they said they were going to remediate it. They didn't remediate it. And basically now, and now they're like, well, growing. it's just growing. Right. And, th and they're like, 
they, they, you know how you have those attorneys, they come in, they're like, mold is ubiquitous. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I get it. You're saying mold is everywhere, but why is there 1.5 million spores of mold on one test and 20,000 spores on another? If it's everywhere, wouldn't it be distributed evenly? Evenly, So when you start to ask these questions, they're like, let's change the subject, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there is mold spores in the air. I mean, let's be honest. Like I work, sure. I figure I, I've been studying yet, yeah, but there's, they're very minute compared to what was happening within my condo. And unfortunately, a lot of the reason this isn't talked about, I think is because a lot of these people are in low income housing and they don't have, they can't go out and get an expensive lawyer sure. to say, Hey, my whole family's sick. And and my lawyer was actually doing a lot of pro bono work with these low income, like a lot of his work, he was just like, you know, doing out of the kindness of his heart because he really believes in this. Um, but a lot of people can't do anything about it. They can't go and get a lawyer and their whole families are sick. And these, these slumlords, landlords are literally killing people. Yeah. And they really, I mean, they should be held accountable. And that's what I said to them when they said to me, they're like, you, there's no mold. It's in your head. My landlord said this, you need to move back in or pay your rent. Cause I'm like, I'm not paying rent to live with a hole in my ceiling where we're all sick. And I was like, so you're telling me you want me to move back my children back in so that we can all be sick that you're saying it's a hundred percent safe. And she's like, you know, she was the landlord, the owner. And she's like, yes. I said, okay, I'm taking you to court. So we'll see how safe it is. Because I was just like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to live in there. I'm not going to pay rent. Well, it's unsafe. And it's, I mean, I paid too much rent for a long time while it was unsafe and I didn't know it. Yeah. So when I found out it was like moldy and they couldn't, they wouldn't repair it properly, I stopped. And so that was their big like issue. I'm like, dude, like we, we have proof. They're like, oh no, you don't actually have proof. Cause everything that I said, you know, we had proof, but they, they had a guy that came in and said, that is not actually, you know, it would, this can't actually hurt you. So for everything we had, they had somebody, a, a professional come in and yeah. say, it's not real. And then they had their own mold guy after I had hired um, an outside, you know, on my own expense, they had some guy that was not even a mold expert. He was a plumber come in. He didn't have a certificate and say, oh no, it's fine. And then it was, it was just such a fucking debacle, but I wish that I could, like, I did talk about it a lot in my podcasts. Um, I know like a lot of people are like, dude, we don't want to hear about this, but it's important for people to know that, you know, if you're sick and you don't know why you're sick, this is a huge reason I moved into a brand new building. I like, I literally had it tested when I, I brought like the big fans. What do you call it? The air scrubbers. Air scrubbers. Yeah. I put them over. I mean, I was at the level we were so sick. I'm not bringing them. I was worried. I was bringing yeah. the mold over with me. I got rid of all of my porous furnitures, all of my books, everything that I had collected over the years. I just didn't want, I had to start from fresh, yeah. you know? Um, and I was, now I am paranoid. Like, yes, I would like to move, but I know there's no mold here. So on the inside, it's, it's all very well kept and new. And I just, I'm so, I tell everyone, I'm like, maybe it's mold, maybe it's mold. <laughs> Like, okay, yeah, no, it's roll. awesome that you're you're creating that awareness, you know, and and it's it's amazing that you have this ability to empower others that have that are going through similar challenges, right? And that's you would have never known this if you didn't go through it personally. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that we have this conversation. And people, if you have questions about mold, check out your book. 
let's it's called mold no the, you, you have a mold talk youtube series yes. and then you have a book which i'm actually getting and it's called mold mold medic book the mold medic you're the mold medic I'm I'm the mold medic now because of the book, I guess. But the book is called The Mold Medic, and it just kind of okay. stuck. <laughs> You're Mr. Mold. That's not a good. We don't Mr. Want to mold Medic, that. right? Right. <laughs> at at least the mold. medic parts, like wait, wait, he's he's fixing things. He's he's a medic, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why we have to leave the medic in. You got to leave the medic um, in. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. We're going to start this conversation, and if you know you need any help, like just getting stuff out there, I'm happy to help. Well, I have to get you on the Mold Talks podcast next. You can share your story because that's that the idea behind that is basically just showing everyone that this can happen to anyone and everyone. Uh, So we have some really cool celebrity guests that are going to hop on. We'd love to have you. I would love to do that. I mean, I I don't like talking about mold, but it happened to me. You know, it's like a gross. I'll tell you all of my bodily problems, but it's gross, but I'm, I will, no, I want look, to get this out there to people. Yeah. Look, it, it's gross. Right. And, and mold is not glorious. Right. But obviously people need to know that if you have yes. mold, it's not because you're dirty or anything like no. that. These, these things happen, right? They're, we've never been educated on this stuff. When you buy a house, when you rent a, an apartment, you don't get an instruction manual of what you need to do and what you need to avoid or what to look for. Right. So these things happen and it's not your fault. But you need to have that information to know what you right. can do with it. And when you when you share your story the way you have here today, it, it really does help empower people who are like, wow, wow, I need to I need to do something about this. And I can do something about this. Right. Well, I will do your podcast anytime you want. And um, perfect. Let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Thanks for having All me. Right. Betty. Bye, Mr. Mold Medic. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so while Ryan's looking in his phone, um, I've been watching reality shows a lot lately. (laughs) Um, One of these things might not be good to say, which I'm obviously going to say it, but um, one of the shows I'm watching is The Bachelorette. I watched the first night. Okay. I don't don't like it. You don't like it? (laughs) Oh. I don't know. I kind of randomly... Just think the dudes are all there just to get followers and to be on TV. This is Caitlin Bristow's on this, right? Yes, she's she's one of the new hosts. But she confused me because she dyed her hair black. Oh. And I did not recognize her. And I was like, why do I know that person? I don't know her. Right. But why does that person look familiar to the very end? Yeah. And then I thought, well, she needs to be a blonde. Just so you know, Caitlin. Blonde. It's It's for you. Um... And the problem is the two hosts are hotter than the bachelorette, the hostesses, and then they're walking in the room and the guy's eyes are going, whoa. To the host. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the bachelorette seems like very cute and sweet and like a good girl next door. Yeah. But these guys are in it for the wrong reason. And Wait, then the, what are a, they in it for? For fame and followers uh, and to get on uh, the island show that comes after it. Uh, yeah. And there's one weirdo that dressed up as a cat like as a cat, and he was like, "Wait, what?" Yes, like he had ear, ears, yes, and fur, like, and he had like a black nose and like a Halloween cat. Creepy, yeah, creepy. Is he still on the show? Yeah, <laughs> what? that's what I said. Ooh, and then wow. there was a dude that was in a box the whole time, like he was gonna gift her himself because he was so cool. Um, and he came out and he was like Mr. Slick, 
And all I could think about was dick in the box. It was a dick in the box. It wasn't a gift. Because he's a dick? He's a dick. <laughs> and he's in the box. I thought Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Dick in the box. It wasn't a gift. Dick in a box. I mean, he seems like he's together, but he's almost too smooth. But anyone that feels like they're a spe- gift. Spe- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're, I'm going to gift you myself. Uh, that is a problem. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's not a gift in a box. It's a dick in the box. Yeah. So if you're listening, lady, I forgot your name. Um, you're cute and I like you, but. Would you keep dick in a box over Catman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the dick in the box kind of looks like a rat. So you put those two together, a rat and, and a cat. cat. <laughs> Maybe he'll chase him and then it'll be, yeah, well, be great. Something Great happening. TV. Yeah. Um, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't good. No. And I don't know what to do about it. And you can't have hostesses that are prettier than the bachelorette. That's a good, we should ask Caitlin what's going on there. Yeah, that's a bad call. I know what's going on there because they had. Because she was a bachelorette, right? Yeah, I know, but remember the guy that was the host and he had like, he said something that was off color and so he's not back. Got it. So they had to find someone to host it, but you don't put two hot chicks to host the bachelorette. You put two dudes. Dudes, yeah, because there's a bunch of dudes coming in. Yeah. Mm, What are you doing, people? Because when the hostesses walk in, they're like, we're right. We know the eyes get all big. All the guys are like, <laughs> so that's my bachelorette scoop, people. Okay. You ready? There are some hot guys on there, though. Really? Yeah. So you would keep a couple just to see how it goes. Yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> yes. That someone called and then hung up, so that one's not. That's a, fun. All right. So now we're gonna read some messages that we asked. We gave you guys our phone number. We sure and did. We are gonna talk to you. Okay. Here we go. It's exciting. Hi, Brandy. This is Noah. I've been watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for a while, actually, just sort of recently. Um, I have a question about your, you and Rina's friendship. Who? Has Rina. she always been the, the tedious snake since, like, she started? Or did you guys kind of join forces of the Denise Richards allegation that you dropped? Hi. Okay, so Noah, that's a good question, actually. So Rena and I have always gotten along. There was a couple, for the most part, there was a couple times when I was having a rough season and she and I got in a fight at the reunion and she's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, you've had the same hairdo for fucking 25 years and no one trusts you because of that. Um, but in general, she's easy to get along with. Yeah. And we always stayed in text friends and saw okay. each other at the Glen. And, you know, when I was kind of muzzled on the morning of the reunion, I mean, I talked to Kyle and Rinna, and who do I, I trust to be, I trust Kyle, but she's going to say it way nicer than it is. So I sent my text to Rinna because nice. she's going to get them out there yep. and she's going to be 100% honest. And I honestly wanted to be represented at the reunion because I was muzzled and I was canceled the morning of and that was fucked up. So I, I, I like Rinna and I think without her, it would be fucking boring because, you know, I do think she needs to share some more of her own life and just stop mm. jumping on, you know, attacking everyone else. Like Garcelle's attacking Rinna now for something that happened with the niece. It's not Garcelle's fight. Let's be honest. Like, mm. do something else. Mm. And then Crystal Meenkoff, I call her because she's mean. Her name's Crystal Meenkoff, but I call her Crystal Meenkoff because she's really mean to Sutton. And I don't really even, I like Sutton because I know her personally, but I don't know if she's right for the show, but mean cough is mean to her for no reason okay yeah 
I think that answers Noah's question. <laughs> I think, all over the <laughs> I place, think so. I do like Rena. We do get along. We, you know, text each other on holidays, Mother's Days. We say hi in the in the Glen, and I do think she's great for the show. Just change your hair. Well, she did. She did. She's got better <laughs> she... hair than all of us now. More wigs than Erica. <laughs> I can't wear wigs. Okay, uh, there's a lot here. I don't remember. I'm gonna play this most. These are the okay, two most recent. To, okay. One more. Okay, Just but you have more. to make sure that you say that you say where they're. Oh, we didn't get Noah's. Noah didn't say where he was calling from. No. Noah. But I do like your name though, and you seem sweet. That's another one where they call. I think people get nervous. They call and then they're like, Oh, or I'm they so, so. want it or they hate me and they just <laughs> want us to go through so, uh, this. That's another one. That's another one there. Okay, hold on. Let's go. Let's go to this one here. Hey, Brandy. It's Tyler from West Virginia. I watched you on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I've always loved seeing you. I love how unfiltered you are, how straightforward and unspoken you can be. And I'm just a huge fan, and I hope that you listen to this. Yeah, have a good one. Oh, that's sweet. We listened. I want to come to West Virginia. I like it. Um, there's another situation that I need to talk about really quick. What? What is it? <laughs> can, am I allowed to say honky? I think so. Because I'm a honky, so I can say it. Yeah. Are you talking about yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe you should. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty <laughs> unfiltered for today. Bye. I'm a honky. The haiku. I got to do a haiku. I'm going to tell you about my honky story. Okay. 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 <clears throat> Mold is gross in your body yaddy yaddy. You won't be a hotty yaddy yaddy if it's in your body yaddy yaddy. You might shit your pants or puke at a glance if it's in your body yaddy yaddy. Body yaddy yaddy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.